All right, if you want to turn in your Bibles to Revelation. <laughs> We're going to the back of the book, chapter 2. Um, verse 17, I want to talk to you this morning about the uh, hidden manna. Hey, look at that snow in the back. We, we prophesying. <laughs> I'm trying to make the people online. Jackson, come up here. Let's play with them, man. Make it look real. Hold on. It's like 60 degrees outside. Hold on. Can you zoom in? Hold on. <laughs> hey, y'all, look at, the, uh, look at the, the TV. You can see it. Look. Oh. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yes, Lord. We're decreeing that snow. All right, so, um, yeah, so recently I saw something in prayer that, that pointed to this, the hidden manna. Um, had some similar, like, kind of, you know, experience and things in the past on it. And, and I feel like, of course, of course, the Word of God's always alive, but um, sometimes the Logos also becomes rhema, meaning he, he hi highlights it in the now, and it's all now, but sometimes he puts a magnifying glass on the the uh, logos and uh, I believe we're in a season again from what I've even seen in prayer where where the hidden manna is being more um, made made more available in this hour and I just saw it in a fresh way and what I really pray this morning is that I mean always you know but that our hearts would be just cut wide open in love I mean you know you can be cut in love uh but also just brand it again afresh. Look, if we're just coming up here playing church, man, I'm, I'm good. Like, I want to be, I could feel it in the car. I, I, was, I should have brought a Kleenex box. I, I just, I don't, I'm not trying to do this thing just to get yay, high five God on a Sunday. I pray he brands us, man. And, uh, oh, thank you so much. And, um, but I feel like there, there's this place he's taken the bride in this last hour that like you can feel it, the, the gears are, are shifting up. And if you're still playing games, you are going to get left. You don't need a prophetic word for that. The freight train of the glory of God is moving and you either hop on right now or get left. Get left. Play church. I'm not running with you. Sorry, I didn't know <laughs> I, didn't know I was going to cut. <laughs> I didn't know I was, I was going to go there quick. It's funny. Tommy says sometimes it's like, he's like, you'll see me go there and then I'll go back. And he's like, okay, we got Brian back. You know, it's funny the way, uh, but no, um, in, in a loving way. And I'm preaching to myself. You, you guys always know this, but, um, I feel like there's this place. We'll see how far we get. And I'm really excited about it, but I, I pray that we get branded and this, this new burning. I mean, just smokes us. So we just can't think straight in this hour. Just sit in the, sit in the time, you know. And um, But watch this. If you want to read with me, Revelation chapter 2, verse 17. This is Jesus, red letters. Jesus talking in an experience with John. Isle of Patmos uh, boiled alive. If you all knew this, John, they tried to kill him, couldn't. Um, he who has an ear... Let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I'll give some of the hidden manna to eat. And I'll give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. This is Jesus talking, church of Pergamos, 
their title is The Compromising Church. I think there's so much in this one little passage on this church that you could spend probably a, a year breaking down. I just want to camp out on this one verse this morning. But it even stems in context from doctrines of Balaam and doctrines of the Nicolaitans and all this stuff that's heavy and weighty. And I still feel now, but I just couldn't even get off this one verse. So I, I pray it hits us fresh and again stirs a hunger and like Jesus pulled me in, you know. Um, so first off, I want to um, go slow through some of it. I've got like a, a ton of notes here. I'll see what we pull uh, from. And then just want to talk to you from my heart. A lot of verses at the end. You won't need to turn there because I'm going to read them fast. But this is our main. You can just stay here the whole morning. Revelation 2.17. And then some quotes that I think are really powerful and uh, fitting. Um, but I have here, I believe we are entering into the age of the hidden manna, the secret counsel of God. And of course, it speaks of the very end, but I believe it can also be figuratively applied now within the closing days of this temporal age, meaning we know also it says, you know, he will overcome, I'll give the, the, to eat of the hidden manna. So I certainly believe it speaks of the end and to overcome there, but I believe it can be applied now in our everyday life and especially in the season we're in the closing era, I believe of the temporal age. But before we get into it, I have here, by no means do I imply something special when I say hidden manna, special and extraordinary in regards to being outside of the word of God. This is where you got to be careful when you start talking hidden manna, all these special revelations come in that aren't even the word. I'm not ever talking about that, ever. I'm talking about, the, actually, I believe one of the greatest secrets of the hidden manna in this hour is unlocking the original word. And we're missing it, going off of these deeper waters, and you're getting more shallow the deeper you try and go. This book's as deep as you'll ever go. You never get out of this. And I feel like the Holy Spirit's unlocking this right here like we've never seen. And so please hear me. I want to preface it with that when you hear, because some people, we get into this, I don't know what it is, and I think we can all relate, and it's okay. But this hidden special manna, and almost like it makes us more special. So we're trying to get into this special revelation to be able to say what I heard. And when you start going on that trail, good luck. The Holy Spirit's usually not out there. The, the reason I'm talking about is to know him. That's why. A lot of people that get true hidden manna, often they won't even share it. They don't care. It's from him. And so please know that that's what uh, within the context we we're talking about. But um, watch this. Oh, yeah, no, I do have this, too. I just, it was really rolling. It was almost like a book when the wind's hitting. Uh, I'm more referring to the intimate specifics of truly knowing him and his voice like never before that in return calls us to truly be like him. The difference between Moses and Balaam. Both heard very accurately. See, hidden man, hidden man. Both heard very specific revelation, bar none. But one was a friend of God, and one was a mere puppet that was used by God. Big difference. So I'm not really talking about the accuracy and the mysteries that you know and all this, although I love it, but I'm talking about knowing him and becoming like him through the hidden manna. Uh, I hope you guys hear that, because sometimes, especially in prophetic veins, you can get into some stuff. And I'm like, but why are they got your gossiping about people? I don't care about your revelation anymore. You don't smell like Jesus to me. Love you, but... Man, I feel this thing this morning. I would, sorry, I wasn't meaning to. Oh, jeez. It was supposed to come across intimate. <laughs> it's coming like the sword. Anyway, the sword has hearts on it. Just imagine that. 
<laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty sword. <laughs> anyway, uh, but you, you know, you, you hear the difference. So anyway, um, watch this. Uh, he who has an ear, first off, I want to highlight this. Let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. I never saw this before, but this is so special to me. So in the Gospels, many people know the most repeated phrase Jesus ever used was, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. But if you look at the Gospels, Jesus specifically, I studied it out, he specifically says over and over again in the Gospels, he that has ears, plural, to hear, let him hear. But you get into this age that I propose we're in. The last and closing hour, he goes singular real fast. Read it all seven churches. It's not ears, plural. He goes, he that has an ear, let him hear. That's secrets. That's why it's hidden. To hear with one ear, it's got... It's not both ears anymore. It's getting very secretive. No way. The harvest, that God's shouting louder. Oh, no. The gospel is, it's a loud voice from the angel to the lost, but to the bride. This is all the churches now. The seven messages and revelations to the churches, they're all an ear. Come real, real close. So quiet. It's not two ears. It's singular. It's very, very intimate and hidden and personal. This is so beautiful. If you're, all, if you're still hearing with two ears in this hour, not, not good. I can stand right in front of your face, still close and intimate, and I speak once and you hear with both ears. To hear with only one ear, it has to be real close and a, a slightest whisper. Actually, to that word ear there um, in Greek means to be whispered. So it's all this mysterious revelation from church to church to church, and then he closes every single one with he that has an ear, because I'm, I'm whispering now. That's how you overcome in this hour. Meaning we've got to be real, real close. Very intimate. The slightest leaning in, just one ear. He's whispering on purpose. He's hiding it. He did this with the disciples, you know. And so those that are hearing super broad, it's okay. I'm not questioning salvation. All that's awesome. But those that overcome, they hear with one ear. He that has an ear. He's not shouting here. Oh, that's the other thing in the Gospels when he says, he that has ears, plural, let him hear. There's an exclamation mark. Is shouting it, trying to land it, and you know where, where it first initially will. But then it's going from the outer, you know, courts, if you will, to servants alone, to the inner courts of friends, to the holy of holies of a bride. And it's the slightest whisper. We've got to be um, in tune with him. But watch this manna, talking about the hidden manna, uh, is divinely sent bread. Divine. This is scriptural when you break it down this is what it represents divine manna from him jesus we know john chapter 6 he says i am the manna that came down from heaven hidden i love this if he has to say it's hidden to watch we'll read it again together verse 17 he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches and you see it's very singular very one-on-one he that has an ear let him not they him hear what the spirit says to the churches so I believe many are going to hear and proclaim what's in secret from the mountaintops, but to hear is how you overcome in all of these seventh, age, seventh ages of the church. 
Let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat. I propose how you overcome in this hour is hearing by one ear. Proximity, deep intimacy. This is what I was alluding to earlier. This thing can't be talk anymore. We can't, you can't write off of somebody else's glory. That will only get you so far. You'll stand before the Lord one day on your own. This is Bible. I was preaching this the other night. Uh, it, it snuck in on me, but there's a real hell. People don't like to preach about this enemy. It's forever, and it burns, and it's not figurative. It's not symbolic. It's literal. If you do not get born again, that's your destiny forever. There is no exit. What was it? Leonard Ravenhill, he said, there's many roads into hell, not one out. There is no exit, and it's forever. It's appointed once for a man to die, then the judgment. Back to hidden manna. <laughs> I just think we need it again, man. The judgment seat of Christ. Hell is real. This is Bible 101. We're not coming off of it. We're actually going more into it. This is what hidden manna is. And, um, and the sword has hearts on it. Okay. <clears throat> but um, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I'll give some of the hidden manna uh, to eat. So for him to call it hidden means there's manna that's not. Are you guys tracking with me? When, when he's got to put an extra adjective, a descriptive word on it, that tells you there is manna also that's not hidden. I'll give you some of the hidden manna, meaning there's plenty of manna that's out in the open for the vast numbers to partake of, but I'll give you the hidden. And again, I'm not talking about special revelation. I am, but in context of this, because people are starting to form doctrines in that way that aren't Bible, so I'm not meaning that. But I'm hidden. Like a great example is John 15. Jesus says, I am the true vine. And by him saying that right there implies there's other false ones. So for him to say hidden manna means there's also in this last hour plenty of manna. But it's not hidden. And the only ones that get that are those that overcome. And I believe the only ones that overcome are those that are hearing with one ear right now. And I pray this is what I'm really hoping hooks into our heart and just brands us forever. We've got to be here in the secret council, the hidden manna, and that's how we overcome um, in this last hour. So um, divine bread, that word hidden means having been hidden, laid up, concealed, kept in secret. So it's almost as if this secret manna has been hidden and, and kept to the end, and then all of a sudden those that will lean in so, so close the only way you can hear is by one ear. If you pull back to hear with both, you've got too far. You overcome, and then it's like, boom, he reveals the manna that has been laid up, has been hidden in secret. And watch what comes with it. Probably going to get ahead of myself in the notes. But a white stone with a new name on it, there's a new authority coming. <laughs> with those that will partake of the hidden manna. And the only way you overcome, to get it is to overcome. The only way to overcome is a deep, intimate, secret place. Steady, too. Not a great, a week that was awesome. Although, that's, it's amazing. Um, so, stone, uh, listen to what that is. I know I was, I was thinking just the humor side of me. Some of you women are going to be disappointed because when you hear white stone, you think, oh, that's a two-carat diamond? <laughs> I know what that is, you know. Uh, and that's awesome, but that's, that's not what it is. Sorry, in the Greek. It's actually a, uh, 
a small pebble, a rounded over white stone that they would use for uh, voting back then. And when you're given a white stone, it's the affirmation of yes, and they push forward a black stone to vote no. So he's giving you a white name, the approval and yes upon who you are with a new name, identity, authority, cause. And these things, I'm telling you, I saw it. They're coming right now. But we've got to lean in and hear with that one ear. It's the only way you overcome, then get the hidden manna and get the white stone. And what I love is, um, I'm getting way ahead of my notes, but if you read that we read together, it says, you, we'll, we'll read it. Um, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat, and I'll give him a white stone, and on the stone, a new name written. You guys know name speaks of a new identity, a new authority. That Actually, in the Greek, is what it is, authority, a new cause, a new name. And, and then watch as we keep reading, written, which no one knows except him who receives it. Meaning the very person next to you will have no idea. But it doesn't change a thing. When heaven starts giving out hidden manna and a new name, I'm telling you, your life forever changes. The authority, the cause, the identity is different and it's on you. They may not know it, but then they start seeing like, hold on, what's the difference? Something's different here. There's a different authority, a different grace and wind behind you, a different unction. But it's, it's unto this leaning in with a single eye, single ear. And, uh, but I'm telling you, he's, he's longing for those that will overcome to give it out. Regular manna, you keep the same name. Things don't change a whole lot. Religion looks like manna out in the open. It's stale, exposed. I love to look at it like that hidden, concealed, secret manna. How many of you love stale bread? Good old... <laughs> no. How do you do this trick in, in like sliced bread? You know that end piece? You keep it on there to keep sealing the bread? Brilliant. It's a glitch. You save that towards the end. But anyway, uh, to me, even hidden manna speaks of fresh, concealed, stored up. Whereas manna out in the open that you can hear with two ears. You see, religion hears with two ears. Even those, even servants and friends. What I'm talking about, though, and I'm preaching to myself just as much as anybody that would hear, is a deep, intimate, one-on-one, bridal, secret place where it's only revealed in secret, and these, this new name comes, and everything changes. Sometimes, man, if we'd spend more time overcoming here, it would change everything on the outside. But a lot of times, we're so busy trying to fix the outside, and we negate the inside, it's, it's really backwards. I was listening to Leonard Ravenhill. I got some quotes from him later. So powerful. He goes, you know, I don't remember. I've preached some of the most profound platforms. Rodney, what's up, dude? Some of the most amazing platforms. Been around some of the most top preachers in the land. I don't really remember any of them. He said, I remember those I pray with and they know God. In the secret place. Because that's what always sticks with me. People that know God pray with them behind doors. That's where... But um, yeah, I have here. Yep, I said that. Yeah, right here in my notes, I have. Um, oh, another reason I believe it is crucial to hear with a single ear in the secret place 
in this finalizing hour is because there's so much noise. And then, see, as soon as you get out, all the other voices can start coming. You got to lock in and come in to hear the slightest whisper. Um, and the noise is only going to increase. The height of deception is going to be at an all-time high and is even now escalating to that point quickly. You know, Matthew 24, Jesus says, look, talking about the end, take heed. His very first step in the outline of the end times, take heed lest you be deceived. Deception. So if you're not hearing with one ear in this hour and you're hearing two, you're, you're more susceptible for other voices to get in. And it gets noisy. And we can still get by and make it into heaven and live off of manna, that just regular manna. But the hidden manna, I pray, is, is what stirs and, and hooks into our heart this morning. Um, I have here, to the righteous, the path is getting more narrow. To the wicked, the path is getting more broad. We, we must know this is getting more narrow. We are entering into the age where if you want to hear God clearly, you must hear with a single ear. Nearness to him really matters right now. Proximity, high-level intimacy. The generic broad instructions are going to start falling by the wayside very quickly. I said this more or less, but if you want to overcome in this last hour, you must be living off of hidden manna. Re yeah, regular manna can be obtained by both ears. Hidden manna must be obtained by one. This is the next thing I saw when I saw it in prayer. Guess where I saw it? Low. The lowly ones get hidden manna. Humility, man, heaven's on it like an all-time high, like I've never seen. You'll never access hidden manna with pride. I saw it low. That's the only way I went, anyway, went to uh, grab it. It, it. The lowly access hidden manna, humility. And the Lord, thank God, by his grace and prayer can do it because it's who he is. He's the most meek being ever. But also the Bible says, put on, you know, clothe yourself with humility. Humble yourself under the hand of the mighty God, under the mighty hand of God. Um, but I have here... Uh, the manna is no longer out in the open, but hidden. He who uh, hears what the Spirit says to the churches. Oh, I love this. Yeah, I said it. But this has nothing to do with unbelievers. The manna is hidden within the context of those hearing what the Spirit says to the churches. Hope you hear that again. He's, this whole revelation, each church he's given to John has nothing to do with unbelievers. They're mentioned in and around it all, but it's all what the Spirit says to the wicked. What the Spirit says to the church is. Y'all see a feather? Y'all see something up there? Come on, Lord. It may start getting out of hand. Anyway, not that we, you know, put a focus, but the Lord does interesting stuff. So, But it's, it's to the churches and in secret form. But God's so loving. He loves all. Oh, yeah. But he's looking for a bride right now. He can get one ear. Come. And the noisy, busy, they're missing it. Saved is all get out. They'll make it in heaven. But I, I don't want that. I don't want to get to heaven and be like, oh my gosh, there was, there's a whole container of a hidden manna up there. I had nothing to do with it. I didn't know. I didn't know. I was trying to whisper. You're too busy. And you're Martha.com. Ishmael.org, you know. <laughs> but, but these Marys, they're just like, oh, they, the slightest whisper. They got it this way. That way, and that's what I'm doing. Intricate details of knowing him and his voice in this hour, so vital, imperative. 
And, um, but his voice is becoming more and more hidden and in secret form to his bride and his bride alone. True intimacy is required now. Extra oil is desperately needed in this hour. I have here a many churches and believers, if not careful and do not maintain a consistent relationship of deeply abiding in the vine, will be living off of exposed out in the open manna that is stale and will simultaneously keep you in your old identity. No stone or new name comes with regular manna. You just stay and you wonder why I've seen that mountain and this is the same thing I've been doing last year. And I just, okay, let's just settle in and get comfortable because this is our lot in life. And again, that's okay, but Jesus is trying to delegate to those that are overcome. And here with a single year hidden manna, divine bread. And with it comes a white stone with a new name. And when heaven gives it, it doesn't matter what people think. It's on you. I love, even Saul, you can see it before he got off, King Saul, it says the Spirit of God came on him. In the Old Testament, it says he was a different man. Read it. It says the Holy Spirit came on him, and he was different. So when heaven starts, when the Lord himself starts sliding white stones with a new name to you, when you have that, it's over. And nobody can reverse it. doesn't matter what people say. When heaven backs you, there's, there's nothing that can stop it other than you just flat out disobeying. And I love that. This new cause is when, like, I don't know, I'm not doing much different, but all of a sudden heaven, you know, he just comes and it's beautiful. Um, okay, want to read uh, some verses to you just to encourage us. You don't have to turn there. I'm going to go through them quick. There's some quotes from Leonard Ravenhill and, and we'll pray. Just to, again, bring emphasis on the secret um, place, the secrets of God, his secret counsel. Like, I see this as this hidden manna. And, um, but Deuteronomy 29, 29, I love that one. It says, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever. Meaning, I love to see it like this, like the secret things belong to God, but those secret things revealed to those that will hear with a single ear and overcome and be given of the hidden manna, they belong to you and your children forever. If I'm telling just one person in here gets this, it's over. Your children, your grandchildren, it's over. It doesn't matter. Well, but so and so, it won't matter anymore. You have a white stone. You're different. You will mow through darkness. You're different. You will, with authority and cause and grace that nobody can stop. They can bind and, well, they wouldn't bind religious spirits, would but the momentum, it, it'll change everything. May we, we lock up again in this secret place and overcome with a single ear. And, um, but do, um, Daniel 2.22 is another one. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him. He reveals deep and secret things. Just trying to give scriptural backing to what I'm talking about. Sometimes I think we think that God just shouts. I've heard it said like his... Um, but it's something like he shouts his truths from the rooftops, but his secret, his secrets, he whispers. This is what I'm talking about. Psalm 25, 14. I love this one. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. The fear of the Lord. So vital in this hour. And that's why I start talking about, it, I'll get around people. And again, I'm preaching to myself. I failed at this plenty, but you hear all the mysteries and revelation and shakalaka. And then they're quick to slander, bash, dishonor, 
I'm like, but there's no fear of the Lord right there. You don't know any secrets. I'm not trying to judge you. The Bible tells me so. I'm good. You just stay right over there. I don't want that rubbing off of me. Love you over there. <laughs> Love you from a distance. We need the fear of the Lord in this hour. You're kind of getting religious, brother. Just lighten up. You lighten up. Sorry. Jeez. I'm trying, I'm trying to <laughs> Help me, Lord. I, I'm, I can, you know, I'm, I'm not talking to you guys. <laughs> There's somebody way out there online, you know. But you know what I mean? Because it, it's, you can feel it. It's like, well, and it's loose. It's not right. It, the, the righteous, the, power, the, um, the paths get narrower. So beautiful. The fear of the Lord is heightening. And it's, it's the freest place of all. His secret's there. And uh, these are the things I'm talking about. Proverbs 3.32. Watch this. For the perverse person it is an abomination to the Lord, but his secret counsel is with the upright. Secret counsel. Hidden manna. And, and always know my heart, please never condemnation. We, it's all love and grace and mercy, but truth in the word. So meaning if it feels like, oh gosh, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been dropping the ball. Haven't we all? Like we'll all turn to you and be like, yeah, did that 10 times last week. Um, so we, we love each other, lock arms and like, let's go for this thing. So that's always where I'm preaching from in love and let's become more like Jesus. Proverbs 22, 25, 2. Proverbs 25, 2. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. See, so sometimes it's God's glory to conceal it and keep it secret and hidden. Jesus would speak in parables often. You see it in Matthew 13, 11, Jesus answered them, to you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been granted. There's those that are like, oh, they just do the manna, regular manna, and they stay in that identity all their day. But there's this other group. And he would that none should perish. He died for all, but it comes down into our overcoming. He that has an ear to hear, hidden manna. And once you start partaking of hidden manna, you can bank on it. What comes with it is a white stone with his yes. And when the Lord says, votes yes for you and gives you a new name, it's over. I pray, I pray, pull us into it right now. We just will not come off of it. The fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Tour like heaven. Not coming off of this thing, you know. Um, I never forget years ago when I was just got out of Bible college, and I began to see through the book. I was like, "Man, Moses, just kind of watching his father-in-law's sheep, normal, ordinary man." Then he ran into this burning bush, and everything uh, changed. Deliver of you know all of Israel and Gideon, fearful angel of the Lord of Hosts in Judges six comes under his father's tree, encounter changed everything. Turns into Braveheart overnight, paints his face. That's my version. Paul knocked off the road. I mean, you name it, Daniel 10. And so I remember, I was like, oh my gosh, that light bulb. I hadn't run into a burning bush yet. So I said, that's it for me. It was just in that season, and there's been installments along the way. I slammed the books, figuratively speaking. I said, Lord, that's it. You're going to really tire of hearing from me. Which God never does. He's, he's egging us on. That's why the Lord put stuff like this in here. He, he, that's the point. The Spirit's trying to urge us like for these things. And if we're not careful and get too embedded in the cares of this world, we just kind of go flat. We just read right by these things and do our devotional and go back to what we do. I don't want that. So anyway, 
uh, I was like, man, Lord, I'm coming. With all I know, I don't know a lot, just got a Bible college, but man, I've got to have you. I don't know what this is for your glory. I don't care what you do with me. You have it planned anyway. How many of you know you can't really decide what you want to do in your call anyway? So go ahead and hang that up. That usually doesn't work. You don't get up there and then pull out your list. I'm like, Lord, I was going to be a prophet to Ireland. And then after that, 10 years, I'm going to jump up. No. He's like, that's good and all. But so yeah, went after heaven and he snuck me in late 04, wrecked everything. And then just, and then there's been installments along the way as well. But Amos 3, 7 Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret counsel to his servants, the prophets. A couple of powerful secret place verses that we all know to emphasize the secret place. Psalm 91.1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Matthew 6, 6, but you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Look, if there's anything, uh, if there's anything to gear your life around in this hour, it's this right here. Always has been, always will. He, he's made it so simple. Like, want to encourage you guys practically, like, you've got to have a secret place. Jesus found one everywhere when you've got to. If you aren't, that's okay, but there will be regular manna. Don't come crying to any of us about your name's not changing. It's not going to work. Well, but I had all these prophetic words. That's great. Go into your closet, shut the door behind you. The secret place, manna. In, in the Bible, I love that manna comes down every day, and if it's not partaken of for that day, it rots. Meaning you don't get hit manna once a week. It's every single day, consistency, proximity, humility, uh, going after God. I pray it really hook us in this hour. You know, find a closet of... Um, all the way back from Bible college, had an apartment. Some Norwegian students lived next to me nearby because uh, they were at the Brownsville Revival. So it drew people from the nations. They super healthy, man, all, all greens and stuff, super tall and thin and blonde, every blonde hair. One time I was flying to Norway, and when I hit the connection flight in Norway to, I guess Oslo or wherever, it was all blonde hair. It was pretty cool on the plane. I was the only dark hair. Like Norwegians, they're mostly all blonde. Really cool. Then I was over in, um, no, it was Norway too. This has nothing to do with the message, sorry. But they, uh, you ever seen Frozen and the big guy, the Swedish guy? He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's what they sound like. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Eat little fish for breakfast? Nah. They put it on the table every morning. You're like, yeah, I'm full. I'm, you know. You kind of got to get creative. These little fish like in the slime. I'm sure it's healthy, but. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the secret place, you know. Um, so, yeah, everywhere I've, I've went, you, you got to build one if you got to. 
buy a large doghouse out in the backyard. I'm serious, whatever. You got to make it work. This is it. Jesus would, Mark 135, get up well before the sun. If you want to hear through a single ear, you've got to have a secret place. If you want to hear secrets, you have to secret place. I'm very leery about those that always run off the corporate experience. Well, yet we're here. It's, it's Bible. 3,000 added on the day of Pentecost. Don't neglect the coming together of the saints. It's all in the word. But it, when it's that only, and I'm thriving off of the, the Jesus and others, somewhere along the way, it's not going to work, and you can take it to the bank. Your diet is regular manna. If we're going to hear secrets and have hidden manna, you've got to have a secret place. And it's got to be the most cherished, most valuable thing. That's how you overcome. Soundproof it. Save all your, skip Starbucks for a few months and build out the secret place. Whatever you got to do, make it the best, the best of the best. Surround sound speakers, dim the lights, man. That's you and Jesus. The most important thing you ever do every day of your life is be with him. The most valuable thing I ever do, you, you'll never see. And, and I won't see of yours. We cannot keep going on without that, you know. Uh, so Psalm 91, Matthew 6, so powerful. Watch this. Leonard, Leonard Ravenhill, uh, one of my heroes, he, um, some quotes uh, regarding prayer. Just that. I mean, he's got a million, but, but just in regards to prayer. There again, I pray we just stir us afresh, create a hunger for hidden manna, new name, overcoming, single ear whispers. Um, I just said it actually. He says, this is one of them. The secret of praying is praying in secret. This one is a gunner. Find some seat belts and hang on. It's about a phrase, but watch this. I love this though. Uh, no man is greater than his prayer life. I think, did I tell you guys this before where maybe it was to our academy students. One time I heard that he came, he was called to bring in revival. He ran with some of the top. And uh, he's going to be preaching at this thing. They wanted revival, all these leaders. No man is greater than his prayer life. I don't care if you can preach the paint off the walls. How's your prayer life? Preaching to all of us, this is where it matters, the hidden place, the secret place. And so um, the account goes that he asked each preacher down the line, how long did you pray today? One guy was like 15 minutes, went to the next guy, how long in your word? Five minutes, 20. Goes down the line, it was all just subpar. And again, not that you, you guys know, slammed his books left. He says, y'all don't want revival. Walked out. But listen, no man is greater than his prayer life. The pastor who is not praying is playing. The people who are not praying are straying. We have many organizers, but few agonizers. Many players and payers, few prayers. Many singers, few clingers. This guy was from another world. Lots of pastors Few wrestlers, many fears, few tears, much fashion, little passion, many interferers, few intercessors, many writers, but few fighters. Failing here, we fail everywhere. In regards to prayer, you fail here, you can hang up your life. You're not going anywhere and make it into heaven one day. But who wants to, you know? Um, a man who is, this is another one, a man who is intimate with God will never be intimidated by men. Love that one. 
Here's another one. No, and we'll land it here in a second. Y'all are like, thank the Lord. <laughs> He's coming hot this morning. Uh, n- n- was not my intent. I didn't know it would go this way. Uh, notice we never pray for folks we gossip about, and we never gossip about the folk for whom we pray. Y'all hear that? He's, he's so good. He says, prayer is a great deterrent. Listen to that again. Notice, we never pray for folks we gossip about, and we never gossip about the folk for whom we pray. For prayer is a great deterrent. Here's another one. Most Christians pray to be blessed. Few pray to be broken. Man, I love that. Gunner. Gunner. It's, when you split up the syllables, it just hits a little... Harder, I'm teasing. Uh, Watch this. Quit playing, start praying. Quit feasting, start fasting. Talk less with men, talk more with God. (laughs) I love that. Listen less to men, listen to the words of God. Skip travel, start travail. So um, three, like, just quick points that I really sewed into the message already, but that hopefully will like again land is all for the going towards this place of hidden manna. Um, just three quick ones. Proximity. Dwell in the secret place. Abide in me. Proximity. In my words, abide in you. Not even close by, near, or around. In. Proximity. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Well, I'm around the secret place or those that are in the secret place. It won't work. That's manna. That's two years. And that's great, but there's no secrets. No new name. No yes, lying forth from the Lord. White stone, yes. Everything, I'm telling you, if that rock comes across the table from the Lord's hand, yes, it's over. That's all it is. And some of us, I believe, are going to get to heaven and be like, oh my gosh, he had this stone. He was waiting. You were so close. Waiting. Man. Waiting, wait. again, not a condemning thing, like, a, oh my gosh, yeah, like recalibration. What are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, proximity. Uh, number two, humility. Hidden manna is not common to the, the exalted. And I just speak of this from how I saw it in prayer. It's, it's the lowly in this hour. Nearness, proximity, and humility. We've got to go low. I love that he said that. Many pray to be blessed, but if you pray to be broken, a broken and contrite spirit, the Lord cannot deny. You know, I love that the Bible says um, those that fall upon the Lord, the rock, are broken, but those who he falls on are crushed to powder. You can have either one. May we lean upon and be broken in this hour, humble, lowly. Don't think too highly of yourself. Consider others. That's the better path. Never want to get up because hidden man is not up there. Regular man is up there, out in the open, exposed, stale, no new names. The lowly, they get low. They're accessing hidden man and nobody's even seeing it. They're getting new names. And nobody even knows it. You know, the Bible says that nobody will even know it except to you. But all of a sudden, everybody will be like, something's different though. Because they never saw the exchange. They don't know your new name. They don't know what it means what it carries, what authority it has on it, what the new cause is, they won't know. But all of a sudden, they'll see this wind on you and this grace and wonder what's going on. And, um, and it's beautiful. Uh, the next one, consistency. 
Proximity, humility, consistency. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. The day you seek me with all of your heart, that is the day you will find me. These are all verses. But consistency, because I believe sometimes we can press in for a season, but we come off of it. And again, I've been guilty of this plenty, but may we in this hour be going for proximity mixed with humility and stay on it. Consistency, stay on it. All of a sudden, hidden manna, white stone, new name gets unlocked and um, it's going to be beautiful. So you guys want to stand? We'll pray. drink any coffee. (laughs) Probably wise. I can just feel it though. I can feel on the way to church, man. Like in a beautiful, loving way that it it just come down out of heaven this morning and just scar our hearts with his word, his voice and love, you know. And uh, we're that secret place. Like we don't know anything else, don't want to know anything else. And hidden man is getting unlocked when it needs to with a white stone new name. Because when we live this way, hearing with a single ear, destiny takes care of itself. You don't have to lift the slightest finger to network and ploy. And there's no need. It, It comes. The cause happens. You can't stop it. And, uh, he gets glory. So I'll just pray. I don't know if the worship team's coming. Yeah. So let's just pray. Oh, does the prayer team mind coming, please? We want to pray with you guys if you need any prayer whatsoever. <clears throat> Amazing men and women of God, um, all students, and incredible depth in God. Prophesy, heal the sick, all that good stuff. So let's focus on Jesus. Lord, thank you for your word. Uh, thank you so much for your presence, your voice. I pray uh, you, you be glorified this morning in our life. And and um, and even now, we just submit our life to you afresh this morning. Why don't you just lift your hands to heaven by faith and, and say, yeah, Lord, have me. You can say that with me out loud right now. Say, Lord, have me. Have all of who I am. I submit my life to you afresh again this morning I'm just going to pray God I thank you for um, a fresh grace upon each and every one to start to hear with a single ear I pray for the secrets of God to be unlocked in this house and those with us online hidden manna make it available God let us overcome by hearing through a single ear let us be a lowly group creating us a clean heart. May we have a broken and contrite spirit. Teach us how to clothe ourselves in humility. Let us be lowly ones that access the divine bread of your voice. 
the divine bread of who you are, that we partake of you and become one with you. And that we take on the new name, which is really your name, a, a marriage in a sense, a becoming one for your glory, for your glory. Not that we can have a new you know, status or title or look at us. No, that you get glory because we want to stay low. We're glad that no one knows the name. We want you to know it. You be glorified, I pray. In Jesus' name, I pray for a fresh grace to be with you even in the secret place. The, the noise and distractions of this life, the cares of this world, I pray would fall off. I pray for a fresh branding of the Lord, burning desire to know you and love you and get lost in your presence, get lost in your word, just turning off the phone, the emails, the noise, locking away with you day upon day, divine bread, hidden manna, sealed for your bride. Be released in this hour in Jesus' name.